Hercules is very advanced, and he doesn't like people seeing him that way. It's a very hard thing. Yeah. I can imagine. No, you can't! You have no idea! <laughs> Fuck that guy! <laughs> all right yeah well, thank you for coming back guys uh that if you don't know already what's my sound check like gentlemen am i sounding okay i'm speaking at the top of my lungs right now i'm waking yeah, up the neighborhood. yeah you sound perfect you're good man yeah. okay you're good. thank you thank you sound thank like you. shit thank you all right probably your speakers anyway that was <laughs> if you do not know already teddy perkins Courtesy of Atlanta TP. aired on FX. TP, Jimmy's favorite. He's got it tattooed on his ankle. He never realized that one day it would stand for Teddy Perkins because he <laughs> named his son Troy. And so it'd be weird to have your son's name tattooed on your ankle. Uh, if you put it on your bicep, it's okay. On your ankle, it just makes you seem like a slut. Ankle's a little weird. You're a little slutty. Anyway, Teddy Perkins. To Louis C.K. So we wanted to answer Jimmy's call out of me last week that it, we are not going to make a big deal out of it because Jimmy doesn't want to go into it. But Jimmy kind of said that I only like things that I like because I think I'm cool and I'm very uh, uh, hubrisly uh, ignorant. And that's okay. Maybe arrogance the right word. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. You be the judge. Up to you. Don't care. Call me what you want. But after that, I put a scientific experiment in place and I had men listen to all of or the most important, the most recent Louis C.K. specials. Men's not going to recite any jokes. Men is not going to go in on any of the inappropriateness necessarily, but men listen to Sincerely, which won a Grammy. You know what a Grammy is, Jimmy? A Grammy award for best comedy album after being canceled for all his wrongdoings that you shamed him for. He won a Grammy for best comedy album, and then he came out with Sorry, which is arguably better, and he's got another special in, in theaters right now, if you will, and he's touring, and we're going to see him in January. Men! What were your thoughts before we get into Atlanta? Jimmy, do you like apples? Eat them. Oh, well, shit. Do you like bananas? <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> hey, that's my point. This Cheers. is why I think. Cheers, I... <laughs> man. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers dude. to that. I like that. Honestly, I think, um, you know, all of the things he got into, um, you know, goodwill hunting, um, he talked about fat people um as part of his jokes he makes you think about things you know some some profound shit without realizing that you're thinking about it he just it's great storytelling great great comedic value um you know you, you say you know he's hyped you know greg's hyping him up but i think you should give that special a try i mean you just gotta sit down and watch it and just just laugh because i did and oh, well, say, God, I mean, you know what? It, I'm putting it on the list now, now just, that you say that. I, you just got to put it on, man. You don't have to Dude, condescend us. You don't I have to know. Condescend I'm us. sorry. I'm sorry. I trash. love you guys. I love you guys. Alex, shut up. All right? You just pipe out fuck, over there. Piece of <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> if I had right. to give it a review, I would say the things that he gets into, the Boy Scouts, Um, well, the whole uh, pedal thing was, I mean, 
there's a lot but you, you know you just you gotta go through it you know covid uh like that's how i think he has how you start off uh bathrooms you know i think fat people mris it's just, transgender bathrooms yeah goodwill hunting getting an mri at the zoo <laughs> you go to the zoo the zookeeper's like all right what are you here for yeah mri <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh like talk about being 30 year old and just crying on the airplane not because of of your environment just because you have i'm watching him from my ipad just crying tearing up because it's fucking hilarious i saw the firsthand impact and this is why jimmy this is why i think you should watch it because i saw the firsthand impact of men's behavior and how much he was glowing it looked like a guy that lost his virginity he was so happy like Oh my God, guys! I listen to Louie both specials on the plane, <laughs> and you gotta hear this type thing. Like that's how happy it made him. And I and There's I got recommended Joe Joe Coy to, to as a follow up. He was all right. I mean, he he's funny, but no, I know. And when different. they were when when we were sitting at the table, men, I wasn't gonna do that to them because I would have been living out Jimmy's longest dreams about me, which are just shitting on something else that somebody else says is good. Because oh, I know. And Jimmy, I swear to God, I thought of you whenever that came up. And these guys well, are like, you. yeah, Joe Coy's funny. And I'm like, funny. <laughs> Very cute. He ain't funny. He's okay. Have you ever heard Louis C.K.? <laughs> you bastard (laughs) so yes i just wanted everybody to hear that because min was unbiased (sighs) audience entering a world that he had never entered before and he was absolutely obsessed when he came off that plane laughing the entire time cheers to you louie we will come see you at tell me again alex the firecracker what's it called smokehouse Smokehouse. What's the venue? What's the venue? Firecracker. He's a big fan, Louie. He doesn't even know where he's coming to see yet. No, I'm. Well, he's Alex, foundry. To this. The foundry. Alex, the foundry. Alex bought the ticket, so yeah. I mean, never been like, to the foundry. Jim. I haven't either. Shut I the hell up. Exactly. I've been to the foundry. Jimmy, Jimmy have Baggett. you been anywhere? Uh, get the fuck yeah. Out of here, other than no, a the foundry. Is beautiful. The foundry is. The foundry is the fountain below the Fox the Theater. Seriously, it is okay. Wait till you go. It's beautiful. I, I don't know if it's Which just me, know? but I can't believe him. I can't believe him. It's yeah. it's, it's impossible. It's I have kids. I've goals. seen Disney on Ice, The Lion King. I've been to all these venues. Oh, so it's a theater? Kind of. Yeah. You can they they hold many different things in there. It's bigger than the like, pageant, right? Bigger than the pageant. It's bigger than the pageant. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, we're very excited to see Louis right after Alex's birthday, right after Min's birthday. We should have invited Min, but he moved to Dallas and we didn't think about it and he hadn't watched Louis yet. So, Min, sorry about that. I told Min when we were in Vegas, I go, Min, you better text Alex right now and say, hey, you got to box out Becca. And I'm like, Becca, I hope you're hearing this. I'm just kidding around. But I'm like, hey, man, if there's anybody that's going to not go, it would be Becca because we invited Donnie because Jimmy doesn't care. So, we're excited. Happy birthday to Dash and Min when it comes. Louie's going to be the best birthday present I could ever imagine. I wish he would have come for my birthday. I saw him last last September at Peoria, Illinois, and he did the Sorry special, which Min was quoting with the Camp Scouts that are, you know, the greatest uh, 
<laughs> we won't get into that. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, Just go check out LouisCK.com. LouisCK.com. Everything's there. I will promote his shit for free for the rest of my life because the joy he brings to me. But what we wanted to review this week, because finally we got Jimmy to watch it. And Min, I know that you haven't seen it yet, so I'm sorry if, you know, there's not going to be necessarily spoilers, I don't think, but... You know, I'm sorry if, if this is a little heady. I don't know I think if this show has spoilers. Really. No, I think it doesn't because it's it's a lot anthology stuff. But yeah, this show doesn't not have very spoilers, linear. really. But but I think men watch some of the episodes, just not all of them. Anyway, Alex is about caught up to live. I am current and Jimmy is just starting season four. So if you have seen the episodes from season four, Sorry, we are not going to go into it because we don't want to spoil anything for anybody that's currently watching, but we are going to talk about the first three seasons because I have spoken about this show being, in my opinion, the best show that's the 30 greatest. minutes, including the Always best. Sunny. Always Sunny and Curb Your Enthusiasm and Seinfeld are on a different. I, I just put them, I slide them to the right a little bit because they are majoring in comedy. Does Atlanta make you laugh? Plenty, hell yes, but it is not what I would refer to as a comedy. It is. I'd say it's a dark comedy, a very I, dark. Yeah, it's very dark comedy. It's very deadpan at times. Earn, aka Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, is very deadpan. He's very depressed man at the beginning of the show, um, looking for a way out because he was kind of boxed into a white man's world. Looking for to a toilet to shit on, literally. Literally looking for a toilet to shit on. Trying to keep his family together with Zazie Beats. And her name is actually pronounced the courtesy of Armchair Expert. Thank you, Dex. It's Zazie. It's not Zazie Beats. I've been calling her Zazie Beats uh, because I'm white and I'm stupid and I'm ignorant. But her name is Zazie Beats. And she plays Van, Vanessa, uh, Earn's wife. Well, not wife. They're not married. But his baby mama in the show. And the show starts off with Earn, Donald Glover, finding out that his cousin, Al, is trying to make it in hip-hop. And Earn is recently defected from Princeton University. They don't go too much into it, but they leave a lot of mystery. And I'm just laying the groundwork, Jimmy, for you and Alex to try to go in on what your guys' perspectives are of what you remember. But he basically is trying to become his cousin Al's manager, his cousin Al's hip hop name is paper boy. And he's got a famous song called paper boy and he's hitting blowing up in Atlanta. That's where they're from. Hey Ziddy, Ziddy pause for a second. Let's take a listen to it. Hang on one second. Really all about that paper boy. Got a team to serve a paper. Cali to Decatur. Step it. Paper boy, paper boy. All about that paper boy. Yeah. I keep a team. Uh. I figured you can put the oh, paper boy, the paper boy right there. 
No, thanks. Pick it back up whenever you like. Thanks for the extra work. I appreciate it. Um, Hey, it's going to sound good. Yeah, it's going to sound great. (laughs) Very Um, good. If we ever get popular, we're going to get fined for using unsanctioned music that we didn't pay for. Good. Um, Good. So, you know, basically that's how the episode one starts off in season one. The pilot episode is Earn trying to find Al and become his manager. Lakeith Stanfield is on an absolute... I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Sorry to Bother You or if you've seen, you know, a movie that came out far after this season called Judas and the Black Messiah with Daniel Kulea. It's outstanding, outstanding acting from Lakeith Stanfield because Darius is one of my favorite characters in any show I've ever watched. But I'm curious what you guys think because I have more than enough thoughts. And I want to know, Jimmy, it's freshest in your head. Do you have a favorite episode? Do you have a favorite part that stands out through the first three seasons since you're just now going in to season four right now? Again, people, we're not sponsored by them, but FX airing every Friday night right now, season four, the final season of Atlanta, Donald Glover uh, and Hiro, Hiro Manai, I think his name, directed every episode. He's also directed other stuff. He's so good. The cinematography is amazing. It's my favorite 30-minute show. I think it's the best. Jim, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't know. Jim went to me. I got a screaming baby, so Alex, go for it. Just let the baby scream. Who cares? You you did it to us. You got babies. Babies are on the podcast now. I just... Troy, for all the I love... <laughs> I love the fact that you can watch, you know, a thirty-minute episode, and you know, at the end of it, be like, "What the hell did I just watch?" You know, yes. like yes. I mean, <laughs> you, there's no real like too big of a storyline, and I mean, some of the stuff is just—I mean, it's just out there, and you're just like, "Huh?" But it's great. I—I yes. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely enjoy watching it. Uh, so does Becca. Um, it's, you know, up there for me. It is a roller coaster ride of what you wouldn't expect to happen in a sitcom. You know, not it's not a sitcom. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what you would traditionally expect. Because I don't think you could call Always Sunny and Curb Your Enthusiasm a sitcom. Because I think situational comedies do come with the laugh track and I think they do come on the local channels and when I say sitcom I'm talking CBS, Fox, NBC and ABC, right? Like Modern Family, uh 30 Rock, The Office, Parks and Rec, Seinfeld, Rules of Engagement, you know, How I Met Your Mother, Old Adventures of New Christine. Like this stuff is what I refer to as situational comedies. Even though this kind of falls under the category, there's no laugh track. It's film like Always Sunny in the sense where it's just completely abstract. They have a bunch of different camera angles, but man, dude, in my opinion, this show puts Always Sunny into the minor leagues. Like, I know that that's impossible especially if people that listen to this watch Always Sunny. Trust me, guys, I've seen every episode of Always Sunny at least three times. I'm as big a fan as anybody. It's hilarious. Don't think that I'm disparaging 
Always Sunny. I am not. But Atlanta hits different. And it's so well done. And I love that they bring legitimate racial current times into it without ever pointing a finger at it, right? Like, that's a huge part is they bring in so much current everyday life into this show without ever highlighting it, pointing at it, putting a megaphone on it, none of that. They just let it roll, and a lot of times you end up laughing. Jimmy, do you have a favorite episode thus far? Is there... Well, Liddy, you've said a lot of great things, and as usual, you did a pretty goddamn good review on this film. Well, not a film, but show. Um, not as good as mine, of course, but goddamn, it was good. A minus. Thank, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, but you left out the best part. You know, you fucking left out the jelly of the peanut butter and jelly, the meatball of the spaghetti plate. It's Teddy Perkins, season two, episode six, which was the you know audio recording that you all heard at the start of this segment. No, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> no. Scariest man on television, maybe? And the best part is it's Donald Glover, right? That's it the is. In That's the best part. Wait, so listen, what? Listen. Nobody knows. I never thought. Oh. Yeah, listen, listen. This is my part of the review. Y'all shut up. It's my review. Don't come parading on my review. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Robert Downey Jr. And we'll review that. Maybe I'll do this next week. I'll rewatch it because it's one of it's one of the funniest movies I've ever watched, and especially now as we're all city. I don't know if you'll agree or disagree, but Tropic Thunder. I think it was made in 2008. Little, little, little racially edgy, but yes, very funny. Very funny. Oh, you couldn't do it nowadays. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, already yeah. said he would never do it nowadays. Right. But it, impossible. Nine out of ten people will tell you it's hilarious even until now. Nine it out is. of ten. And it is. <laughs> he played blackface in that and played it very well. Okay? It doesn't compare. I had no clue that was Donald Glover. First off, a black man under that. Playing Teddy Perkins, this weird, rich, looks weirder than Michael Jackson, uh, short, long, brown, weird, thinning hair, that voice. That, like he's had 300 plastic surgeries in his time. In a weird big house with everything outdated, but it all looks like it's worth a million dollars. That is the best 30-minute episode of any show. I'll give it that. I wouldn't say it's the best 30-minute show of all time. But that episode, as far as a what-the-fuck factor, Donald Glover putting on... I mean, if you would have told me that was fucking Earn from the show... A.K.A. Donald Glover dressed up as Teddy Perkins playing that part. I would have never believed you. It actually until... took them actually like a year and a half to release that. So everybody was talking about that. Well, when I read about it, they said the director was calling him Teddy. Nobody knew about it. Like he got his makeup no, done at a did. different yeah, location. Like, like all this yes, shit. And like kept yes, it under wraps. And yes, showed up as a different. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that is but... alone genius in my opinion. Well, yeah, because then you get everyone's real reactions of, like, who the fuck, like, real looks of, like, oh. And it's terrifying. Oh, you know? And it's terrifying. It's terrifying. 
like anybody that's seen a horror movie, like that was terrifying. It really was. Alex, do you it was were you not terrified? Feeling. Was Becca it like wasn't. curling up into your lap? Ah! Like it had to be like, what the fuck is going on right now? Well, yeah. I texted you, Greg, about the time when Darius steps out and makes the phone call to Paperboy and them telling them about what's going on when I texted you Theodore. Theodore Perkins. Because I knew at that moment, like, this is this is going to be fucked up. This dude, he is not just going to show up and get a piano with this guy. <laughs> you can just tell from the moment he walks in and that egg. What about the ostrich egg? He starts cracking at that, that little That is fucking- the most disturbing. <laughs> and his fingernails are entirely too long. And it he looks just like, like the uh, <laughs> break the ice. You ever play that game, Alex, with the penguin where you break the ice with the little snow picks? That's what it reminded me of what he was hitting it with. Yeah, Alex, play, you, you play that did. all the time, right, Dash? Well, he's got three kids. He might. You never know. I can't ask you to, but uh, just the whole, the whole setting, the whole feeling, that episode, I loved it. I would give that a 49 out of 50. Here's here's why it's so great, I think, Jim, is because they come out of nowhere with this show that's been a dark comedy into pure suspense, right? Like, there was no part of that episode that was funny, zero, except for when Darius goes out and calls them and they're in the drive-thru. (laughs) He tells them, what does he call him, look up Sammy Sosa when he had the skin disease or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. What does he say? Some Sammy Sosa-looking motherfucker. (laughs) They're like, wait a minute. And Paperboy goes, wait, like the black Sammy Sosa? He goes, no, 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 no. Like the one (laughs) when (laughs) he... <laughs> he goes, oh, okay, okay. And they're like, they bro, going, they're like, bro, oh, you need to get the, they're like, you need to get the fuck out of there right now. Like, and they told Darius, <laughs> they gave him a warning. Well, yeah, and just the way it ended, which I'm not gonna say. You just yeah, need to watch Teddy it. Perkins. Google Teddy Perkins and click images, and it'll either make you never want to watch the episode, or curiosity will kill you, and you will have to watch the episode. But. Yeah, definitely an eerie feeling. I love that episode. I agree um, with Jimmy. Teddy across, Perkins, man. I agree <clears throat> with Jimmy across the board, basically, uh, because I think that's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. If you go to IMDb, they'll, that'll back it up. I think it's like a 9.7, which is like higher. Let me, than- let me, let me ask you guys this, because I, I will say yes, I did. Did you jump when he screams? The audio we played when you You're first watched right. it and didn't know what was happening. You're goddamn I, I was right. Like, oh. Of course. <laughs> Of course I did. That was the most Hell startling yeah. moment. I mean, I shifted, you know, my ass moved 12 <laughs> feet in my recliner. And my recliner is only four feet wide. Like, yeah, I jumped out of my drawers. But I want to say this. Now, Alex, if you want to give anything more about Teddy that Jimmy didn't add, please do before I go into my ensemble. Nope. You know what that was based off, right? That whole story they went with? I don't. I don't. Um, oh, God. It was like from the 60s. Um, what the hell is it called? Um, oh, man. I can't believe I just said this. Very good. Very good. Very good. Now I'm just going to flop. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everybody oh, very good. That was outstanding analysis there. Everybody give a round of applause for Jimmy. I... God damn it. Oh, man, outstanding, (laughs) outstanding stuff. Um, So I agree with Jimmy that that's one of the best episodes of the show. There is one better episode. Now, IMDb does not agree with me. IMDb. Baby Jane. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? 
I, who's Baby Jane? I don't know. I you'd have to tell me. I don't. I don't know what that Beats is. Beats me. It's a, it was a film in 1962 of two sisters. Um, one was obsessed with her childhood fame, and, and the other was left paraplegic oh, after an you, accident that blames on her sister. On this, or did like how after did I watched it? Yeah, okay. yeah. After I watched it. Oh, her wheelchair-bound sister Blanche, also yes. former child. Oh wow, I had no idea, Jimmy. I had yes. no idea. Yes. Stuck living in a mansion in old Hollywood, Blanche plots to get even with Jane for the car crash that left her crippled. Okay, interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah, so your whole theory, your whole theory on them being the same person. Oh, no, that dude was That's really wrong. in the basement. Okay, it. all right. That dude all was right. really down there. I had no idea. Darius okay. was in a bad place. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want to reveal too much, but... As much as I agree with Jimmy that that's a great episode because I love it and it startled me and I I loved it so much I had to watch it twice. My favorite episode is Barbershop. <laughs> because Bibby, Bibby is Bibby. one of the funniest people I've ever seen on television. And I had never like seen him before. Like I don't know what he's been in. But Bibby, when Al... AKA Paperboy is trying to get a haircut and it's only 30 oh, minutes. It's only 30 minutes, but so many things happen in this episode. And Bibby just his barber just continues to string him along in this journey of breaking the law at every single place that he goes. He's stealing from people. He's not giving them haircuts. He's dragging Al along. And there's a good portion of that episode that Al is still wearing, like, the barber tarp that they put around your neck. Yes, And yes. he's just, like, walking around. <laughs> Bibby just keeps taking him place to place with this barber chair fucking tarp on. And, and Al's haircut is, like, halfway done. He's got a huge chunk out of the back of his head. It is some of... I I don't think I've really laughed that hard other than maybe Always Sunny and Curb. Like, really, really laughed like that hard at watching. Maybe some Nathan for you, but man, that is some of the funniest television. Some of the stuff that goes in to that episode whenever he hits the Korean woman. And I won't go into too much detail, but oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Laugh out loud funny. He's Season a comedian. One, Right up your alley. How do you not know him? I, I actually don't know who he is. You'd have to tell me who who he He's is. He's a stand-up um, comedian and political. Uh, uh, oh God, I can't read. Um, I, why can't I see? I need glasses. Best known for his work as part of Shaquille O'Neal All Star Comedy Jam on HBO's All Deaf Comedy. Oh, and as okay. an Emmy-nominated guest star on Donald Glover's Atlanta. All right, Netflix. thank you, thank you, Stat Boy. I like it. I like it. I like it. I had no idea. Um, but I figured that he had a background in comedy because nobody can be that funny without trying if they don't have a background in comedy. But, yes, he doesn't even have a photo on IMDb. His name is Robert Powell, and he does not have a, the like, third. literally unphotoed on Powell IMDb. Those two episodes don't stand alone, though. The show is so deep, so dense. You know, there's a lot of, you know, dark moments where earn is trying to you know figure his life out you know he's sleeping at van his girl's house on a lot of occasions but they're very postmodernistic relationship right where 
they're both kind of in love with one another and they had their child together but at the same time they're not exclusive to one another they're in an open and they're relationship and they're yeah, both they're totally kinda, cool with it but but they, not cool with it but the, yeah exactly that's the weird part is they're cool with it not cool with it they both love each other but they're like both scared to commit or like earn scared to commit and they're raising a child and then earn's starting to travel because he's getting paperboy bigger um the you only other my... go ahead go ahead i'm sorry no, no I was going to say the only other episode, I didn't want to cut you off if you had something that was close to stake, but it was episode that Alex and I talked about a lot from season three, and it's called Cancer Attack, and it's whenever Jimmy oh, the phone. at the show, the phone? yes, yes, yeah. and that kid <laughs> is just like mentally fucking with him, <laughs> yet it wasn't yes. him that stole the phone. That's still to this moment is one of those things that I'm like, that is why Atlanta is so beautiful because it doesn't mean anything. Like he, they weren't looking to make any dots connect for you. They're just like, eh, this is what it is. It's weird. Figure it out. Like, and that was it. And because the end of the episode, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. But it's still one of my favorite episodes of Atlanta, Cancer Attack, because, wow, how confusing. Right? Like, very confusing. So, the show doesn't leave anything left to be desired. Um, I'm going to leave the closing notes for you guys, and then I was maybe going to talk about Antonio Brown's penis. Uh, you know what my second favorite part probably was? That was came out of nowhere, and it was genius by him, is when Paperboy started cutting that tree down with the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so glad you brought this up. Can we stop on this for one? Let's just do two minutes on this. Do you agree that when he was sitting at that poker table, that that was like their depiction of, hey, if you're going to join the Illuminati, like this is how you do it? Is that that was the vibe I got because it was all fun and games. And and Al's making fun of this guy who's a you know billionaire. He's got this secret lair in the middle of Amsterdam that he's got a front end building that looks like a podunk mom and pop shop that is worth no money. And then you go through this trap door and you're in a, a fucking next generation world and all this fine fine modern technology and everything's white in there and everything's shiny and two things about that episode a they made fun of the white people that are more obsessed with black lives matter than black people are because like you know you have those people that are oh my did you hear what she said to him and darius is like bro it's fine like what are you even talking about and they're like oh my god like i thought that was a beautiful depiction of all these white people that have no idea like what minorities go through and how difficult it is actually to go through life for the last 70 years or 170 years or 570 years and what does liam neeson say to paperboy in the bar about the white man Ooh, that's that you're gonna have to remind me of that that that's um, a very quick scene that's a very quick scene well uh they're talking about how Liam Neeson got canceled because he said something about a black guy late or early in his life because it raped he raped one of his friends. Yeah. 
Um, so he said something negative and someone brought it up and got him canceled. And uh, they're sitting there drinking and he's like, well, you know, fuck, uh, fuck black people. I still hate them. And Paperboy's like, what? And he's like, you didn't learn anything by this? And I know this isn't right. Maybe it is just shot in the dark. But he's like, well, that's the good thing about the good and the bad thing about being white is. Oh, now I got to look it up. I don't want to fuck it up. No, you're Sorry. right, though. No, it's a dialogue that is basically explaining the episode. And Liam Neeson's basically putting himself on the plank and leaning into it and saying, like, yeah, that's what's great about being white. You can say whatever you want, and you're not going to get blamed. You're not going to get persecuted, and people forget. That's basically what it is. And it's yeah, sad. but the line is the line no, is the so line good. genius. It's and it's and so a good. and B. Let's not let's not overlook the fact that they got Liam Neeson on the show. I mean, come on, who's getting yeah. Liam Neeson? No shit. On FX, it's amazing that dude. They have so many hip hop artists on that show that. And my favorite character, Jimmy, that we haven't even talked about, that everybody will love. He's so real. Tracy. And I've raved about the scene to Alex so many times. But whenever Ern comes over to the apartment and he's like worried because Tracy's like, and he's like, oh, are, where are you? Are you staying? He's like, God damn, man. What are you, the landlord? <laughs> and then like, Tracy oh, is to Hey, me. I got it. I got it. Okay, got go it. ahead. Liam Neeson. I was just filibustering. Thank no, you. No, no, thank you. You did a great job. When Paperboy asked Neeson if he learned that he can't say racist stuff like that, Neeson answers, I, but I also learned that the best and worst part of being white is that we don't have to learn anything if we don't want to. <laughs> that is fucked. <laughs> That's such a fuck line. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth, unfortunately. And, it's so fucked. You know, I try to live my life aware, but, um, you know, it's sad. It's a sad truth, and I hope that changes. Um, I think we're moving in the right direction. But uh, without getting too political and going drowning ourselves into a political discussion, sticking with Atlanta, the one show that I also didn't mention, or the episode that I didn't mention, was the very first season, episode seven. It's called B-A-N. And it's like black something network. And he paperboy's just on that talk show with that white woman. Oh my God. Is that funny? Oh yeah. And then they yeah. do, they do like the, they do the, I, what do you call it? Like a little bio, bio, biopic uh, of that black guy that is like, I'm a 37 year old white man from Montana. <laughs> oh my God. And, and, yes, oh my God. And, and he's practicing in the mirror. He's like, did you watch game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> Dude, that is the pinnacle of TV to me. Like, the thought that goes behind that and the fact that, you know, his mom's like, he ain't got no job. He ain't never had a job. And he's like, yeah, I work. I'm a, I'm a maintenance guy. I'm a custodian. <laughs> <laughs> My God. If there's anything that this podcast could ever bring any of you, it is please watch Louis C.K. And it is please watch Atlanta. If you guys uh, are mad uh. at me, if you guys are mad at me afterwards, great. But please just check it out. I would, if so, Jimmy, 
I love it so much. And just to give you perspective, because you you questioned me saying it, I thought that it was the best 30 minute show on television that I've ever seen. I like it more than Always Sunny, Curb, and Seinfeld. Even though I think those shows are funnier. I do. I really do. And newly acquired Nathan for you. I think that show's funnier. I think Rick and Morty in the first season was funnier. But as far as watching experience and enjoyment, I would recommend it with The Wire. Easy. I love it that much. I think it's that good. Hopefully I don't set the bar too high for people and they're disappointed. But I think Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever you want to call him, Earn. Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins. Call him what you want. You will not be disappointed. Check it out. Hopefully they can sponsor us one day when we get popular enough because that is obviously going to happen once we get to 100 episodes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, shit, I think I've said all I can say. You guys tell me if I'm missing anything. Go. Go. Ready? You ready? You ready? It's easy for me. 50. Ooh, 50. Mm-hmm. 49. Fifty for me. Fifty for me. Forty nine. Forty nine. Hey, we got Jimmy's highest rating today. Well, it's a show. It's a show. Calm down. Calm down. No, you said forty nine, bro. You said I know. 49. I did. It's a show, though. That's a different scale than the movie show. Alex. Different scale. Alex, call him the name. Faggot. This has been a 50 milliliters production. Grab a shot, crack a top.